Welcome to episode five of the Business Chill podcast. In this episode, uh, I got a chance to speak to uh, Lee McAllister, aka the Aberdeen Assassin. As you'll hear in, in the interview, uh, Lee's got quite a lot going on at the moment. Um, a very busy guy, so I managed to catch a quick 10 minutes of his time just to discuss a little bit about his boxing career uh, and a, a good bit about what he's going on just now with his Assassin Health and Fitness Village project. So without further ado, here's my interview with Lee. Thanks very much for uh, for coming on the podcast. Um, great, great to have you on. Um, just uh, obviously, it's a uh, the podcast that we do is pretty much um, it's mostly about business side of things. But I'll, uh-huh. I'll, I'll touch on um, obviously touch on your your boxing career first off, just to give a wee bit of background. Um, so when uh, obviously boxing is probably something you did from quite a young age, was it? Yes, I was. I started uh, boxing when I was about eight years old, and I uh, started fighting when I was eleven. Okay. That's so. That's but obviously a, a long time to be doing something like that. So when? So at what point did you kind of think, right? Can I can maybe make a make a fist of this in like a, a professional sense? Well, I was uh, I was uh, quite hard to from a, a young age of the fight for Scotland and all the rest of it. Mm-hmm. And to be honest, it was always a dream and a thing I was in mind was to get myself going and get to a professional level. To be the first person at Aberdeen to be a professional champion and put Aberdeen on the map. Yeah, well, he definitely did that for sure. Um, so in terms of, obviously, boxing, I mean, you start off started off as an amateur and then progressed onto the professional levels. Obviously there is a, a business side to that as you're you know, trying to make a career at it and maybe just run me through a wee bit about kind of your experience of kind of the business side of the professional boxing, the sponsorship and such well, like. Professional boxing on the, the business side of it um, is purely a business and it's not a very nice business as that either. It's the fact that most promoters, managers and all the rest of them don't really care about the fighters, they only care about themselves and making money for themselves. So that's why I start my assassin and boxing promotions and management many, many moons ago. Mm-hmm. And now I've been a professional fighter for the last 18 years this year. Okay. All right, so how how did you find out then? As you say, you quite quickly found out that the promoters were were more looking out for themselves than than they were for for the for the boxers. Did, uh, you you realise that fairly early on? And decide you want to do something about it. Um, I very very quickly was I found out the way the game on the good old men. My, my father were good men, my father, and also uh, my men are uh, Brendan Ingle. So it was a massive. Thing for me to be involved with great guys in my life. Mm-hmm. Aye, yeah, it's yeah. always good to have that. You see, some somebody that you can ask for advice with, you, you say friends or family or what have you. And um, so, how how did you find that then? How, in terms of setting up your own pr- promotional aspect of it, is that something you were very hands on with, or did you get sort of folk to help you out with that? <laughs> I, do, I, do, I do everything myself, mate. It's one of these things, if I'm doing the promotions, I'm organising events, organising the fights, organising everything from start to finish. I know it's going to go plain sailing on the night, and it's going to hiccup, so I need to keep on top of it. And that's one of the things I've found myself on. Aye, no, exactly. It's, it's, it's always good to know if you, you say, if you're in charge, uh, I think you, you can control things a lot more. Um, so it's obviously, obviously good to, good to realise that early on. Um, <laughs> 
So what would have, kind if you hadn't gone down the route of setting up your own promotional side of the business, would you have just had to use other promoters there and then be kind of at the mercy of them sort of thing? Yes, well, to be honest with you, um, I'm quite a strong world person and I like to, I like to be involved. So um, most fighters don't really want to get interested, they don't want to get involved in that. So I wanted to promote myself, wanted to promote other fighters and build up the shows and make the best shows possible for the city. Mm -hmm. So as you, when you started doing your, kind of your own promotion and stuff like that, was that, was that a, a conscious thing that you thought, right, well, you know, after I finish my my professional boxing life, I'll, you want to sort of go and pay that forward to, to sort of future boxers? Uh, definitely, mate, 100%. I'm all about the fighters. This moment in time, I've got 25 professional fighters throughout the UK fighting under me while I'm still a professional fighter myself. Mm -hmm. um, we all work together, train together, and we all look after each other. It's all about part of, being part of a team, mate. Yeah, If you look now, we've got my gym, a Salsa Health and Fitness Village, obviously at this moment in time, it's all about the boxing side of things for us, help people with disabilities, children and adults with autism, ADHD, anxieties, depression, these type of things. But I'm not just a boxing coach, I'm a life and social skills coach, and that's what I preach. Yeah. So is that, um, are you running the gym, is that like a, like a non-profit charity kind of thing, or how does that operate? Um, at this moment in time, uh, a thousand health and fitness village is a community and chess company. Once it's all built up and run, it's a £20 million project um, for a community hub and a community uh, village for uh, uh, adults, children, people with disabilities. The, the whole shebang, all walks of life, everyone's welcome to come with us. Yeah, that's a, a great thing, because I, I suppose there's probably not, not much else like that in Aberdeen, is there? trying to achieve is this is going to be the first one in the world and it's going to be developed in Aberdeen so um, for us to be the first people or well, maybe the first person to think of this idea and actually get it going uh, with all the machines available future accessible uh, we're going to be having log cabins and still cut for uh, like rest bites for people who come from cancer heart attacks strokes and illnesses we're going to be the main hub for rehabilitation okay. in the north of Scotland okay that's quite quite exciting. So obviously that's quite a, you say it's going to be a a, a, very, a a really big project. So how how are you guys going about funding that? Yeah, at this moment in time, uh, it's all self-funded for me, really. At this moment in time, but mm -hmm. um, eventually we'll be looking to try and get some investors on board to try and build things up to a bigger level. Mm -hmm. But uh, due to this COVID nineteen things, Evans obviously took a, a back step. Already I should have had my running track and my fourteen pitch started, and my log cabins getting started as well. But Obviously, due to this job and knock back, so yeah. um, I'm just waiting to get back, get things back and we'll to the normal. Yeah, as you said, I mean, I, I noticed, um, I noticed in the press the, the other week that you've you've set up a food bank at the at the facility. Um, yeah, well, listen, uh, end of the day, if my gym is going to be lying empty, I'll be as well be productive with it. Absolutely. And for me, going out there and actually, it's giving me something to do, keep me happy, helping other people while I'm doing so. Mm -hmm. um, all I can say is. We've set up the food bank, it's going absolutely brilliant. We've fed about 500 families for about a week at a time. And that's from nappy, toothpaste, shampoo, conditioner, to obviously essentials, pastas, soups, cans, noodles, whatever it is. Every package is individually made up for the size of the family okay. and their needs. Excellent. So if, if anyone's listening to this and they want to help out with that or donate food, or how, how can they go about doing that? Uh, well, you can, uh, for the food bank, we don't take any, any money donation. 
all the nations will take its food. Because people, if they donate their food, they know where the food, the food's got to go out, they know it's got the right places. Mm-hmm. Don't get involved taking money for that. Obviously, I'm sure you've seen in the papers, the press as well, we've got our COVID, it's a knockout COVID-19 free event, so have to go in place for the season of lockdown is off and we can get some mass events going. Yeah. Uh, the mass crowds, we've, uh, we're in the process, we've already had a lot of backing from like uh, Paul, Laurie, Jim Layton, Richard, Ricky Foster, and a few other big names, Joey Harper, and the likes of the local legends, so to speak, they're all backing with events. Yeah. Um, we've got professional boxing, professional wrestling, pony rides, uh, 17 bounty cars have already put in place to be going on the day. There's a free event for the front, uh, not just the frontline staff, or the NHS, or pharmacists, or Tesco workers, but for the community itself, so we can all appreciate together getting out of lockdown and get a big free fun day for everyone. That's great. And I suppose it's one, one, I suppose one good thing to take out of this whole COVID-19 thing is, like for that, you know, people pulling together and, and working together for a good cause. Well, um, for a long time, obviously, I thought the people of Aberdeen had lost their way quite a lot, but it turns out, and when it's in need, with obviously likes the food bank, the people have come out uh, and supporting everyone what's in need at this moment in time. Everyone's backing us, and that's what we're here to do, is back people as many as we can. And like I say, everyone seems to be sticking together and following us, and we're doing well. Yeah, no, that's, that's absolutely great to see. Um, and good to see you. you have been, I've seen a bit of press coverage about that as well, so hopefully word will spread and um, as many people will be able to take part in that as, as possible. So what's yeah. the um, so you, the, the the sort of development, the running tracks and everything, as you say, that's on hold at the moment. Um, are you just sort of waiting for COVID nineteen to sort of blow past and you're ready to ready to go on with that in terms of the yeah. development? Once once this COVID nineteen is off, we'll go back and pull swing, try to get things pushed so we can uh, get things in place mm-hmm. to go forward. Good stuff. So you, you mentioned you're uh, you're still a professional boxer yourself. Have you have you got any 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 fights down, lined up down the road or what's? Well, I, I, I had three fights lined up before this COVID nineteen kicked in. I had one in Ghana, one in Argentina, one in Aberdeen, all lined up, but they've all been postponed. So I'm just waiting to get things back uh, back to normal and get fighting again. Oh well, you'll be you'll be chomping at the bit for that, I'm sure. Can't wait, wait. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, the the name of this podcast is actually business and chill. So we've covered the business side. So in terms of chilling out, when you're not sort of arranging fights and promoting stuff, what what do you what's your sort of idea of chilling out and getting a bit of time to yourself? My idea of chilling out is probably, you know, honestly, when I'm trying to chill out, it's normally with my kids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so as my chill time is normally with my kids, try to spend time with my kids and. Obviously, go to the parks and do what I can with them. But if I can get five minutes away from them, I enjoy myself a nice cold tenant and a cider in a back garden, chilling out. That's <laughs> my kind of chill. I've seen beers in the garden. Absolutely. Especially, especially in weather like this at the moment. I know, it's amazing. So, what, uh, any, any of the kids in the boxing yet? Or what age are they a bit? Yeah, my, my eldest daughter, she's uh, in the boxing a bit, Leah. She's 11. She likes to come in and uh, help help the train, do a bit of training herself, help train the kids. The second mm-hmm. eldest, Lexi, she's nice. She comes in and trains now and then as well with the boxes. She enjoys it. And like I said, I don't put any pressure on any kids to do it. So mm-hmm. <clears throat> my two youngest, my twins, they're only 20 months. They love it. They come in. They run about shadow boxing and punching and throwing jabs and one twos. So it's all good. That's great. Uh, it's fine. I think you often find, Ken, 
if they see dad interested in something, and they'll naturally just just gravitate towards it, whether they'll keep going long term or not. As you say, it's, it'll be up to them. But it's fine to get them involved in. I want my kids to go to university, go to educate themselves. I don't. I've got enough budget needs for my family. I don't need to make a TikTok or anything like that. I'm sure you'll be uh, you'll steer them in the right direction when that comes. Correct, man. Absolutely. No, well, that's that's perfect. Thanks very much for your time. Um, just thank you just to get a quick. No, review. thank you, man. Thanks, Alfred. So I appreciate it. Hopefully, uh, it comes across well. Your podcast does do well, mate. And Absolutely. all the best in the future. Spot on, and I'll, I'll certainly be able to, you know, hopefully spread the word a wee bit about the your, the food bank and the the COVID three nineteen games and that sort of thing, and uh, get a that bit. Is, that's perfect. Spot on. Thanks very much for your time. Thank you. Take care. Cheers now, everybody. Bye. Thanks again to Lee for his time today. I'm sure everyone will agree that Lee's doing a great thing for the community. If anyone would like to find out a little bit more about that, uh, how you can donate to either the It's a Knockout COVID-19 free event or to the food bank, I'll pop the link to the Assassin Health and Fitness Village Facebook page in the description to this episode. Uh, It should be there if you just swipe up, it should be there for you. So I hope you enjoyed the episode and we'll be back again shortly with another episode that will probably be closer to the usual format.